Hello, my name is Janessa Hawes and I am an RU student at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln and have been conducting research under Dr. Shannon Bartelt-Hahn in the Sustainability Department. We have been researching the occurrence of microplastics in agricultural environments. I'll go into a short introduction, talk about the purpose of the research, and then get into the methods of data collection, results, and a couple of conclusions we came up with after analyzing the data. Our motivation for this research comes from the increasing concern we have about microplastics in the environment. There's a lot of information on plastics in marine ecosystems, but microplastic particles exist in rivers, lakes, soil, and wastewater as well. This graph is from the EPA website and it shows plastic waste trends over the past 60 years. As you can see, more and more plastic is disposed of every year, but it also brings up the question of how much wasted plastic is not making it into these systems and is actually ending up in natural systems. The main purpose of my research this summer was to summarize data found in studies relating to microplastics in freshwater environments so that it could act as a foundation for future research. That being said, I did analyze the data myself and came up with a couple of interesting conclusions. My method of research was to read as many articles as I could that related to microplastics in freshwater environments. I was given a few papers to start with and then expanded my search by finding the papers that the original material had referenced. This was a pretty lengthy process because a lot of the material that I thought would be relevant ended up being more like a stepping stone to the papers I actually wanted. After finding around 20 or so papers with the data I was looking for, I started inputting information into Excel. The image on the screen is a snapshot of my finalized table. I recorded locations, population, water type, sample type, and a bunch of other things. As you may expect, not all of the data was expressed in the same way. So before I started making graphs, I needed to make the data uniform. For example, the concentration of microplastics in water was sometimes recorded as particles per meter cubed, and other times particles per liter. That was an easy fix because the conversion was simple, but size distribution was a little bit different. Almost all of the papers agreed that a microplastic was defined as a particle with the longest dimension being less than five millimeters, but the subgroups were not uniform. This led me to separating sizes into only two subgroups to accurately represent all of the data. I wish I would have been able to have more subgroups. I think if data is more specific, it is more useful, but there was no way for me to comfortably distribute the size percentages into more than two groups. After that process, I was able to start making graphs. There was some trial and error. I made several graphs that did not make so much sense and at the very least needed some more data. So I decided to go back and find a few more papers to fill in some of the gaps. In the end, I had about 24 papers that contributed to my final graphs. This is my first graph, and as you can see, it's microparticle size distribution at various locations. Almost all of the locations have more than 50% of their microplastics in the less than 1,000 micrometer group, as indicated by the blue. The obvious reason why the distribution is skewed the way it is is because there are in fact more small particles than large particles. And logically, this kind of makes sense. 
If you're given two pieces of paper and asked to cut out one inch squares with one sheet and 10 inch squares with the other sheet, you'll have the same amount of material, but there will be more one inch squares. Another reason that there's a higher number of small particles could be a result of how the samples were taken. Larger particles could be located near the surface of the water. So if a sample is taken near the bottom of a river or lake, it's not including the microparticles at the top. Finally, I'd like to point out that the three locations with the highest percentages of large particles are all in America. This could be because of difference in how samples are taken, or it could indicate that the decomposition of plastic is different depending on location. For these two graphs, some of the trends are a little abstract. These are the graphs I actually went and got some more data for, but personally I think that even more data would be beneficial. That being said, there are some interesting observations that can be made. In figure four, especially for the European data points, it seems that concentration decreases as population increases. This could be a result of better plastic disposal and or wastewater treatment in more populated areas. Figure five follows the same logic for natural water sources and sediments, but the concentration of microplastics increase with population for the wastewater samples. These last two graphs are depicting the resins that were most prevalent in each study and categorize them by continent and sample type. Polyethylene and polypropylene were the top results overall, but there are some differences if we take a closer look. Europe's top result was PE, but its second most common resin was polyester. This could be the result of different countries using different plastics in everyday life or industry practices. Figure seven shows wastewater also having PE as its most common resin and polyester as its second. This could suggest that the wastewater systems do not remove polyester efficiently or because Europe has high amounts of polyester, it could isolate European countries as not having efficient removal of the resin. In summary, there were a lot of notable differences in micro plastic size, concentration, and resin type based on location. And before creating the graphs, I had expected a difference in results based on sample type, but it was interesting to see concentration of microplastics increase in wastewater as population increased. I think my research is a good start to summarizing data related to microplastics in the terrestrial freshwater world. And the biggest hope is that it will help future researchers understand what they're working with. I really enjoyed this research and I'm coming out of it with a lot more questions that I had going in. And honestly, I think that's great. I really appreciate the opportunity to get to do this and I look forward to your questions. Thank you.